there, and welcome to the Kingdom Sexuality Podcast. We're Paris and Alana, friends who have a heart for intimacy and long to uncover God's truth and design for sexual freedom within marriage. Welcome here. All right, so welcome back, Kingdom Sexuality family. We're very happy you're here, and we're very excited to be talking about this today talking about talking. (laughs) So we're just going to make this really casual. We're going to just chat with each other because Paris and I, it's just something we, we want to dive into together and we want to ask each other things and just talk through this. So I think it'll be a really casual talk through things, bring things out on the table and yeah. yeah, So I really hope you enjoy it and hope you can take stuff away. And if you guys ever have questions and stuff, feel free to message us on Instagram or email us or even like topic suggestions. We love to, we love to hear those from you guys. So, um, but I thought, so to start this off, what this is, so like communicating during sex. So when you think about that, it's less like, you know, often we talk about, you know, it's really important to communicate about sex, talk about sex with your spouse, but this is more specifically like during this is like when you're actually (laughs) while you're making love exactly Mm -hmm. (laughs) so to start I just wanted to share some verses because there's a lot of different things that can come to mind when you're talking about this so often you know you can think of um or like or maybe what you've seen in the movies or in the a, a porn or whatever where they're saying these nasty things to each other this couple while they're, you know, having sex or, um, it becomes really explicit or coarse. So I just wanted to start out with, so two verses that are from Ephesians and then one that's in Song of Solomon here. So, um, Ephesians 4, 29 says, do not let any unwholesome talk come out of your mouths, but only what is helpful for building others up according to their needs, that it may benefit those who listen. Mm. So keeping something like that in mind, when we start this episode, right? So we're, when we're talking about this stuff, we're not talking about it in a way that is unwholesome or tearing someone down. We're talking about it in a way that is, you know, building them up, spurring someone on, right? Not so much the negative side of what this could be. Yes. Um, And I really, I really like the personal touch to this verse where it says what's helpful for building others up according to their needs. So I'm going to hone in on that because this is where intimacy comes into play in sex, right? This is where knowing your spouse, knowing what they love, what they want to hear, you know, um, building them up in areas maybe where they don't feel so confident. I like thinking of it in that way, like taking it the extra mile with that verse when we're applying it to this topic. Totally. Exactly. And things too, where you're like, Oh, but I don't know what my spouse likes to hear. I don't know what I like to hear. And we'll get into that more, but that's definitely part of it where you like, okay, well let's, let's talk about it. Let's figure out what I like, what I like to hear you say to me or what I like to say to you, whatever. Right. So then Ephesians five, three to four says, but among you, there must not be even a hint of sexual immorality or any kind of impurity or of greed because these are improper for God's holy people, nor should there be obscenity, 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 foolish talk or coarse joking, which are out of place, but rather thanksgiving. So again, just kind of reiterating what that other verse was saying. It's not nasty words that you're saying to each other. It's 
words that if God, like, because Jesus is everywhere, right? So if you're thinking about him in your bedroom with you, that you'd be okay with him hearing, right? Which is a funny way to think, but exactly. And so then I wanted to just get an example of this, um, like a biblical example, because Song of Solomon is just full of these beautiful examples of what doing this in a God-honored way would look like. And so Song of Solomon 1, 15, 16 says, How beautiful you are, my darling. Oh, how beautiful. Your eyes are doves. You are so handsome, my beloved. Pleasing beyond words. The soft grass is our bed. So, right? Like what a beautiful example of what this can be. Right? Like, like just talking. Just completely <laughs> delighted in each other. Yeah. Yes. And, and just sharing how they feel. Exactly. And it feels genuine. It mm-hmm. feels, mm-hmm. you know, like they're honestly just, man, you're so beautiful. Like you can't even contain it. So the, the words just kind of spill out. Totally. Yeah. So to start into this, I just wanted to mention how there's definitely a balance, uh, I feel like, mm-hmm. um, between talking flirty and talking dirty. And I was, when I was looking into this and I was like, you know, like, I wonder what, what else there is out there about like on this topic, I came across, um, hot, holy, and humorous, which is a Christian um, website. I think they also maybe have a podcast. I'm not even sure. Um, but she's like a blog and she had a thing. It was all about talking flirty versus dirty. And so really good. And just talking about what you want, just like to break it down, talking like flirty is like saying things like what you want to do to each other in a sultry way. Um, you know, how you feel about each other, what feels good. So that's like the flirty side of it versus dirty is using, you know, nasty words to describe your spouse that you have heard in a movie or saw somewhere else, right? Like using coarse language, that's maybe not edifying, right? They all have like a negative connotation attached to them. Totally. Which, I mean, it's important to now sit back and assess, like, okay, when I'm talking to my spouse, like, what are the words, what is the intent of those words, what do those words really mean versus, like, maybe how you intend them? Um, Both you need to take very, very mindful care of, like, what do the words themselves mean? How do you intend them come across? And obviously, first and foremost, are they honoring to God and your spouse, Right. So that's a huge guideline to really be leaning into as you're either venturing in this now. Maybe this is all new ground for you. Alana, you said earlier this is a huge passion point of hers. This is this is fun. Alana is really excited to share this stuff with you. She's going to be taking over today because this <laughs> is something that I am very new to. This is new waters for me. We promised you guys that we're going to be very vulnerable with you. We don't have everything all set and ready to go. And we've been doing this, you know, we've been each married for eight years. Yeah. But there's stuff that we are still learning and forever will learn. This is new for me in my marriage. And so Alana's got way more experience and just a passion for this, which is really fun. So I'm excited to learn. With you guys. I am. Well, it, it's funny because it sounds kind of maybe dorky that it would be like something that I'm passionate about, but it was, it's through, I don't know whether it's communicating with each other or just as the years go by and you realize it's something that is helpful 
during sex or helps you to, um, you know, kind of get in that zone that you need to get in to get to orgasm or whatever it is. So, um, but yeah, definitely something that can feel maybe a bit uncomfortable if it's not something you ever do when you just like have sex in silence or, you know, with music in the background or whatever. I can vouch for that. I can totally vouch for that. Yeah. So I'm excited here because as you venture in your own marriages, you know, in your, in your intimate lives together, there's always going to be a new height of growth and a new height of experience and a new, a new, you know, venture of things to learn, right? And this is one that I'm excited to start learning about because like I said, this is where we're at right now. So it's awesome. Okay. So often it seems like couple, either one or both of the couples either like talking during sex or they don't. Um, and one of the reasons that many couples or one of the couple, you know, might be uncomfortable with this is just they just don't really know what to say to each other or they feel like they don't know what to say. Um, and they don't want it to seem forced or, you know, I'm just saying this because I guess you like it. So I guess now I'll say these words kind of thing. Um, but something, you know, if you're looking for a biblical example, like I mentioned before, is to use Song of Solomon if you're not sure where to start. Because in that book, they use this beautiful, poetic wording, and they speak really candidly about mm-hmm. each other's body parts and the desire they have for each other. And so think about it like that, but also just be encouraging, you know, to your spouse. Um, reassure them what they're doing feels good. Let them know if you want them to move or do something different or go faster or slower, whatever. I feel like it's just really an opportunity to express even more deeply what you're feeling in the moment. And for me, I find it extremely helpful. Like I love it. (laughs) Like I love it when, when I'm getting feedback or, um, not even feedback, but just like encouragement, like, yes, this is good. Or that feels great. Um, you know, things like that. It's just like, okay, awesome. I find I need that to just, to know what we're doing is working and just like spurs me on even more. Um, yeah. If that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, that totally makes sense. And see, it's so funny. Where I'm feeling so convicted and learning through this is a lot of the times when Neil and I will talk while we're being intimate together is like, oh, like, please don't do that. Or it's like, right. you know, as we're learning techniques, I feel like it's so focused on, oh, yeah, that that worked. Like, keep going that way. But that that's the extent of it. And I'm like, oh. There's so much more that we could be embracing and I feel like I'm missing out on. And this episode, you know, as we've been talking about that, it's it really brought that to light for me realizing there's a whole there's a whole journey to this that I have yet to learn. Right. And it's not like I mean maybe some people do, but me personally, it's not like I just like I'm talking the whole time. <laughs> like I definitely need to like focus in or not be talking or Sometimes I just need Jeff to be saying things or whatever. Um, So yeah, it's not that I constantly need words being spoken, but at the same time, it can be helpful to just somehow get you over the little ledge if you're like, you know, you're like, oh, I'm kind of close to maybe having an orgasm or something like that. And then you just hear these like beautiful words being spoken. You're like, ah, suddenly you're there. So anyways. 
yeah, it just can be, it's like another little helpful, I guess we could add it to our tip, <laughs> helpful tip. But something I feel like also is important to just actually talk about it, you know, whether it's during sex or before you're actually being intimate, is just even ask, like, is this helpful? Because maybe sometimes when you're like getting there and you're in a zone and all of a sudden your husband is like saying something and you're like, okay, you're throwing me off. Like, let's talk in a second or whatever, right? So I feel like definitely... because that's what I... I feel like that's me right there. Right. Like, you just nailed it on the head. I'm like... I'm in a zone, and if he was to say something, I'd be like, you just, no, don't. Right. You need to reverse. Like, that didn't just happen, you know? And I'll, because for me, too, I find I really hone in and focus on my own pleasure when we're working towards something, and that takes so much concentration sometimes, and so if he was to say something, I'd be like, Neil, why did you say that? You know what I mean? You threw off my groove, yeah. I feel like there's a... Really, though, I feel like there's a fine line for me and Neil in this. And so, yeah, like, there's just so much to it. Maybe that's just me. But I just feel like there's so much to it that I need to work through myself. Right. And maybe that's the thing. Like, maybe if you're if you're trying a position or trying to learn different techniques, maybe those are times that you don't talk very much. But maybe if you're doing something yeah. that's routine, something you've done often, something you know yeah. works and that you love – that's when you can start incorporating, starting to talk and say things. Yes. Um, because just it's to, comfortable then. Exactly. You're not so much, your mind isn't so much trying to think about all the things. You're just kind of like, yes. you get into that rhythm of, okay, this is what yes. works. This is what's comfortable. And then you can kind of maybe experiment more then with saying things to each other. And so... That is a good point. <laughs> so anyways, I also, I've mentioned it before, but just really being mindful of the words you're using, that they're not, you know, coarse or unkind, but that they're flattering, kind words. Like, especially if you, as a woman, like often, we're often very judgmental of our own bodies, I find. It's kind of a common threat. Um, so if there are things that you are, you're like, you know, I'd rather maybe he doesn't comment on this right now, or like that would maybe move your mind into a different space. That would be maybe not so positive. Like, I feel like if you just lay out a couple ground rules at the beginning. I was beginning. just going to say that. Yeah. This is, I was just going to say, this is what I'm going to do. I think it'd be good for all of us who are venturing into this, myself included, would be to have this conversation with our husbands and be like, okay, this is something that would maybe make me feel uncomfortable if he said it at this point. Or, totally. you know, when we're trying something new, let's maybe not get into talking a lot and just kind of do feedback as we're trying a new technique or when we're doing something that's very comfortable for us like let's try like just throwing in some really beautiful words and like try this talking during sex to each other and just playing on the emotions already involved yeah a a, a, a conversation needs to happen before it just totally it. because it's like maybe if all of a sudden your spouse comments on like your breasts or um you know your yeah. Your, something about your body and all of a sudden your mind's like, oh, ugh. like that angle must not be great for him probably right now. Or, you know, you kind of start getting in your mind and it can really throw you off. So to just maybe even have like a, a like a little tally of things, it's like, these are the no-goes. <laughs> We're not going to talk about these things. Like maybe don't mention these things. It just gets my head in a weird space. But all this other stuff, go to town, like say whatever you want. So 
Right. Yeah. Things that make your spouse feel beautiful or handsome, right? To just yes. pump their jets. But also, yes. like we were saying, to actually be genuine about this stuff, right? Yeah. Yeah. Because I feel like with that, and this is something that Neil's expressed to me and, and we've talked about together, is sometimes it feels like <laughs> it feels like you have to almost perform when you want to like get very intimate verbally with each other during sex um, because maybe it's something we haven't implemented so much, right? So it feels out of character a little bit or it feels like this untreaded terrain. You're like, eh, that just sounded so weird. And so I feel like you can get very self-conscious even just talking during sex if you haven't done it, right? Like, mm-hmm. which is kind of been the case for us in a few areas. And so that's what we just recently had that conversation. We're like, we just need to be genuine and authentic. Like our authentic selves, the Paris and the Neil, we know each other to be. And like Neil is, he is gifted with just showering people with words of affirmation. He is gifted there. He loves to encourage and uphold people. He compliments me all the time. And so I'm like, just bring that into the bedroom. Like it's the same you. It's how you would talk to me, but you can make it, like you said, play on the emotion of the moment and the intensity of the moment. I think that's where it would be. That's how it's different, right? Yes. And think about it too. Like maybe you are like, well, I don't know if this would really do anything for me, but think about your spouse. Like maybe their love language and is words of affirmation. That, which and this is. is something, right? So maybe this is something that would completely fill their tank and just like shower them in love. And they just, it's just something that you haven't tried yet, right? So just to even keep that in mind and be like, oh my goodness, maybe this is something that would actually bless my spouse so much, but I just had no idea or didn't think to try it yet. Yeah. No, I love that. Okay, so I like what you're saying, like about the words of affirmation and thinking of your spouse. Maybe it doesn't do it for you, but maybe it's something that your spouse you know would love. Or, or this, maybe you just don't know that you love it yet, <laughs> right? Totally. And it's, I think it's like how we were just talking about last week. We were talking about sexual techniques. Really, this could be a sexual technique, you know, if we're Absolutely. looking at it in this lens. And so, and I'm preaching to myself here giving yourself a lot of grace and just trial and error and room to grow and pivot and try different things, I think would be very key to implementing this. Yeah. Oh yeah. And I, I think it was something that like at one point I'd had to just, I was just like, say, like say something like, like talk to me or something. Like I, I I think I actually had to like verbalize that to Jeff and like while we were, you know, making love. And then mm-hmm. and then that's when we kind of both realized it's like, oh, okay, no, this is like a helpful thing to do. And then it just becomes kind of second nature. Um, yes. Because you just, you learn what you like to hear and what, mm-hmm. you know, what's natural to say and what's not natural yeah. to say or whatever. It's like, right. even if something as simple as saying my name or, right, like something like that. Or, you know, you saying your husband's name, whatever it is, can just be so nice, right? Because you're just like in the moment and you're just the two of you and say, just like being aware of things like that even. Right? Totally. Absolutely. Yeah, I love that. 
Because so often, you know, even talking to friends in the past and even having this conversation in my own head, my own narrative, was communication during sex was strictly like, I I like this, keep going this way or slow down or this or that. And it's like directing, but not going a step further and making it intimate, right? right. And I feel like that is very common. And so Probably. that's the narrative that I've had stuck in my head. Yeah. So yeah, so for thinking of like practical things, like what you can actually say to your spouse, what, mm-hmm. you know, what's, what, so we like, we gave you what this information, like? what do we do yeah. with this? Exactly. Yeah. Um, so some things that come to mind, like I mentioned, if you're like, just like trying it out, you're learning, you're wanting to try this, just try just like saying your spouse's name, saying, you know, if it feels good or what about it feels good, um, right. like how it feels, even something like, you know. And I, I feel like it can seem really unnatural to say, but you know, it, it's like, even like you feel so good inside of me or, you know, yeah. it, like things like that, where it's just, yes. you're just saying what's going on, saying how you actually feel potentially, yes. right? Hopefully. But how powerful is that? Yeah. You know, when you think about it. Totally. And so just having those, just like letting that bit of guard down to express how you feel without feeling like your spouse is going to think you're a weirdo for saying this thing. Like, I feel like just to have those conversations beforehand to be like, let's try this a little bit, see how it goes. You know, you're so beautiful. You smell so good. Um, Mm -hmm. touch me here or like, let's go faster. Um, you know, I feel like there's, there's so many different things. Um, that you can, you can say, you can say, and you can go with, but even just to, to think of, of your own body parts down there and what's going on. Like, I feel like there's so much your mind can just, I don't know, to embrace it in the moment and just like, yeah, exactly. And like I said earlier, if you're running out of things to say, or you're not sure how to do it, Song of Solomon is just full of them. Just, just candidly talking about their body parts. And it's like, you know, it's so, your boobs are so beautiful or your, like, your breasts or whatever, mm-hmm. things like that. Just like complimenting each other's bodies yeah. while you're making love. And then it just kind of can take it to the next level. I love also taking this a step further. This can also unlock that next step to just really cultivating, pursuing the sexual freedom that God has intended for our marriages and our marriage beds, right? You know, like, I feel like this, because we can get so uncomfortable in this, and oftentimes, when we know something's going to be out of our comfort zone, we just don't go there. And sometimes we can get defensive about it, Mm -hmm. right? And I think, you know, letting these guards down, like you said, and getting uncomfortable about these things and not worrying about what your spouse is going to think and just being raw and talking and expressing about your feelings. There's so much power in that so much. And yeah, it can be a really scary place to put yourself in because of how vulnerable that's really it. It's because you're so vulnerable, right? And we're, when we're vulnerable, it's easy to have that fight or flight response, but having, like you said, this conversation beforehand with your spouse and just laying some ground rules out and just, Sharing your hopes and dreams with each other in this, I think, is just probably key to ensuring that this is going to move forward, you know? Man, Absolutely. this has been amazing, Alana. This oh, good. Is, I'm excited. This is good. 
I'm glad. And it's fun that we can just chat about it. <laughs> it's easy. It's yeah. nice. That's good. And I hope other yes. people are able to find it helpful in some way. And if you have any questions, feel free to reach out to us and, and ask them. Because like Paris mentioned earlier, like, but we're, we're not experts, but we're just, we're trying this stuff out. And so you're part of the journey with us. <laughs> so welcome along. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is so good. So good. Mm-hmm. So yeah, in Song of Solomon, the fourth chapter, basically the whole, basically the whole chapter is him just complimenting his wife and like, you're so beautiful. Your eyes are doves. Your hair is, you know, like this, your teeth are like this. Your mouth is like this, right? He's saying all these beautiful things, yes. you know, your breasts are like this, you know, come away with me. And he's like talking to her and saying all these incredible things. And so that's maybe one of the, I mean, all of Solomon Solomon is, is beautiful for this and gives paint such a beautiful, like poetic picture of, of what this can be in a godly way, not thinking about like the rom-com you've seen or, you know, what some, how in your mind is what it should be when you're talking, you know, during sex. Like, I feel like there's Mm -hmm. definitely a skewed image, but to make it where you're just, you're laying your heart out there and just telling your spouse what you love about them. And maybe it's something that, like we mentioned, like maybe this is completely uncomfortable and you're like, I should maybe write this down first and make a list. Like, do that. Like, write it down. Figure out with each other what you would love to say or what you'd love to hear or think about it beforehand. Be like, you know, what do I love about my spouse or what is my favorite body part of them? You know, maybe their shoulders and they're so strong and things like that. Like, I feel like you can definitely take it so many levels. So I just really encourage you to, to take the time and maybe even pray through this and about it with your spouse. You'd be like, you know, what are your thoughts on this? Have this conversation just to open the door because I feel like once you do, it'll just, like we've mentioned, take you to another level of intimacy within your marriage. And that is our hope and our prayer for you in this. Hey friends, thank you so much for hanging out with us as we dive deeper into meaningful, godly intimacy, tackle the hard questions, and embrace the truth while we're at it. We're also on Instagram at Kingdom Sexuality. You'll find our Instagram handle below in the show notes, where you'll also see any other resource links we may have mentioned in today's episode. As always, our hearts are to cultivate deep community and freedom with you guys, and we cannot wait to continue this journey alongside you. We'll see you in the next episode.